Don't rely on willpower because you have God's power. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Levi Lusco sharing with us about how to use suffering for the glory of God. He and his wife experienced the death of their five-year-old daughter, Lenya, a few years ago and have sincerely learned how to continue to glorify God even in the midst of their devastating pain and loss. They have not allowed their pain to rule their lives or turn their backs on God, but instead have found a purpose for it and have been able to minister and help others through it. I hope you enjoy today's talk. Here's Levi. Paul knew there were two sides to every chain. He didn't look at the situation and go, oh gosh, I'm chained to this guard. He looked at it and said, the guard is chained to me. He can't go anywhere. So that's how Paul said it's become evident to the whole palace guard. These elite Praetorian soldiers who answered to Caesar himself, they in shifts of four are with me all the time. And I get to testify to the grace and I get to share the light that's in my eyes with them. This situation, God has smug smuggled in a passport for me to reach them with the gospel. And if you get to the end of Philippians chapter four, verse 22, he tells the church, he says, hey, all the saints in Rome say hi. Oh, especially those of Caesar's household. Philippians 4:22. All of the saints in Caesar's household say hi. How do they get saved? because God sent Paul into a prison. How did God save the nation of Israel? By sending Joseph into a pit. What dream has God put into your heart and how might he accomplish it in a roundabout way that's gonna involve you suffering? There are two sides to every chain. Jot this down as well. It is an honor to be trusted with pain. It is an honor to be allowed to suffer. I think we should all one more time let Jay and Catherine Wolf know how grateful we are for the incredible testimony and the incredible message that inspired us all. And the statement that she gifted me that I'm gonna walk away with for a long time is that pain is something to be cherished. Now I've been, by God's grace, to a place where I could say it's something I could be thankful for, but to be cherished, I've got a long way to go. And I think if we really understand the power of pain and the power of what God can do in the way that he leans in, he's near to the brokenhearted, then we would understand there's, there's, there's something there to be cherished, something there that, that, that we would say of it, it's an honor. And here's the question. Since God puts to use what he puts you through, would you be willing to use your pain as a platform for the nation's salvation? Would you be willing to be broken so that God could do the work he wants to do in the earth. Persecution is always a precursor to multiplication. There are Legos all over my house. I have almost lost my salvation stepping on them in the night many times. And a while back I found out that if you take two normal Lego bricks and stack them together, you can stack them together in 24 different ways. But if you take three different Lego bricks, just three bricks, you can stack them together in over a thousand different ways. And if you take six Lego bricks, 
you can stack them together in 915 million different ways. There's something exponential about that, about multiplication. And I wonder if you understand what, what you've been handed in being a part of these affairs in these days and how it's a heavy thing to go out now because God expects us all to, spiritually speaking, be fruitful and multiply. And for the next 20 years, for this to ring out as arrows being shot out into the world with the gospel to go out and make disciples of every creature and to live our lives out paying shipping so what was purchased at the cross can be delivered to people that we might at the end of the day be in heaven with more people and less in hell as a result of what has happened here. God's favorite math is multiplication, but that takes breaking for Jesus always breaks the bread before he multiplies it. And so we have to lean into the breaking as he seeks to multiply what he's given to us. The devil's hope when you hurt would be that you would run from God how could God be good if you would run from God? That's what the devil wants you to do. That's why the parable of the sower and the seed talks about the sun coming up to scorch the plant that shoots up with enthusiasm. I love God. I love Jesus. Yay. But if you've only ever been told he's for you and not against you, and you haven't been given a theological framework to process suffering through and to process pain through, then all you can do is to conclude that there must not be a God, or he must not be all powerful, or he must not be all good because he's supposedly so loving. And yet look at my life and the crap that I'm living out. And I feel like there is such an honor in being trusted with pain. And when God gives you that revelation, it changes the way you use everything. And I have to, as I say that, thank Pastor Stephen Furtick, because the night Linya went home, in, 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 in the early hours of him preaching his Christmas services, he got on the phone with Jenny and I. He and Holly walked us through this trial. And he said to me prophetically, Levi, God is going to use you to help a generation learn how to suffer for Jesus. And he's given you a mantle in what he's handed to you. And I look around me right now as I'm getting to teach 55,000 college students about how to suffer for the glory of God. And does he not keep his promises? And is he not going to be faithful to you as you are willing to go out and die for the name of Jesus and to live for his renown? And the last thing I want to say to you is in your attempts to live for Jesus in the midst of brokenness, in the midst of pain, in the midst of difficulty and hardship, is don't rely on willpower because you have God's power. Because the last thing that needs to happen is to say, okay, my hurt, my scars, my pain, my shame, my victor story that begins where my victim story ends. Me no longer looking at, I'm chained to this wheelchair. I'm chained to this chemotherapy. I'm chained to this family. I'm chained to this roommate. I'm, we're going to start now saying it is chained to me and I'm going to shine the light and I'm going to show the love and I'm going to share Christ and the world's going to smell Jesus on me. But we're not going to do that in our own strength because Jeremiah showed us what happens there. You can't even run with the footmen of Anathoth, much less the horses of beyond. So what do we do when our first wind fails us? We trust 
God for a second wind, another wind, a powerful wind, and that is the wind of his Holy Spirit from heaven. You see, the first wind came in the garden when God breathed into Adam's lungs the air of life, but the second wind came at Pentecost when Jesus sent the helper from heaven to be with us, to encourage us, to comfort us, to empower us, to convict us, to take us where we can't go on our own, to give us revelation, to transform us, and to give us spirit and gift and power. Spurgeon said, far too many Christians have come only through Calvary, but not through Pentecost. And so as a result, we are butterflies where we are meant to be eagles. Old Testament priests had to be anointed with blood and oil, and so do we. We need the blood, yes, but we need the oil of the Holy Spirit. We need to lift our eyes to the hills from whence our help comes from. We need Jesus to pour his spirit upon us, to give us what we are, to make us who we cannot become on our own. That was Levi Lusco, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search Passion 2017 Levi Lusco. You can also find out more about him on his website at levilusco.com. He has a new book out called Swipe Right, as well as many other resources available for you. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Morning Moxie. Be sure to tell someone about Jesus today. And I will see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.